Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fat loss journey, your muscle building journey, your overall health, holistic, and wellness journey. Today, we are continuing our fat loss tip series. So today, I'm going to come at you with another tip uh, that I recommend to clients who are aiming and striving after less body fat on their body, okay? And this is a simple one. And this uh, idea came about last week in talking with my wife, but today's tip is about daily walking routines and low-level intensity activity throughout the week and its effects on body fat. You know, a common problem amongst society nowadays is due to technology, uh, modern convenience. We just flat out don't move and walk as much as we used to. And, you know, I think it's common misconception is pounding out an hour of Orange Theory or CrossFit or something like that, that it makes up for you sitting at your desk all day at work or in the car or, you know, those type of things that are very sedentary. And the, the the key is that I think people miss is that it's actually not those hours of activity that give us the, the greatest caloric burn, but it's the constant movement uh, throughout the day that gives us a greater caloric burn. And I could argue, and we're going to talk about this, but that those activities just cause more stress And then think about this for a second. Being sedentary causes stress to the body. And I can make the argument of why. Maybe we'll talk about that as well today. But low intensity movement is oftentimes not mentioned or talked about uh, in the health and fitness community and body transformation space. And today's show is going to focus on the benefits of creating a healthy routine of low intensity movement and some stats along the way about the massive ROI that comes along with a walking routine or just getting 10,000 steps a day. Um, you know, doing your yard work and housework and all the movement that you get uh, on, a, on a basis of doing these things regularly. Before I get into the nitty gritty of this show, today's sponsor is Google Reviews. You're like, what? Google Reviews? I want to thank you guys that have taken the time, just a brief second, to give me a Google review. Um, That helps people find my business, Muscles and Veggies Fitness, here in Northwest Arkansas. It helps people find the podcast as well. Uh, but that's the one of the best ways that you can support this show, the free information that I put out every Tuesday or Thursday. Um, and so please do me a favor, if you can, take just a brief second, go to Google, type in Muscles and Veggies Fitness. When you see my business pop up, I'm the only Muscles and Veggies Fitness out there. Uh, you can hit the reviews tab and leave me a review and that supports the show. So thank you guys who have done that. I really appreciate it very much. But this podcast idea came to me uh, on a nightly walk last week and talking with my wife. I said, how many of of these walks that we do after dinner do you think we've done over the last three years that we've lived in this neighborhood? And she, she was, she just laughs at me. She's like, I don't know. Well, the interesting 
thing about it is I started thinking about this half mile loop that we do after dinner every night. And it's usually about, I would say five nights a week. We don't get it every night uh, due to circumstances, but we do get it about four or five nights per week, every single week. And this half mile loop is very hilly around our neighborhood. Uh, I'm going to guess that at least for myself, it's probably around 100 to 150 calories for me to walk around this half mile loop. It takes us about 15 minutes um, and it's a beautiful walk and it's an opportunity for us to digest our food and talk about the day, talk about what each of us is learning or, or experiencing or uh, relationships, anything. And so what's interesting about this 100 150 calorie walk is doing this five nights a week let's just average it to 100 calories per walk five nights a week that's 500 calories per week every seven weeks that's 3500 calories and which is the equivalent by the way of a pound of body fat so uh, 3,500 K calories or calories is the equivalent of one pound of body fat. So I can make the argument that literally every seven weeks, uh, I'm burning the equivalent number of calories as one pound of body fat. That's every seven weeks. Think about it. There's over 50 weeks in a year. So, uh, that's seven pounds of body fat per year, the equivalent. I'm not saying that that that's exactly what I'm burning is body fat uh, throughout the course of a year, but that's the equivalent calories of seven pounds of body fat per year. So I could make the argument that uh, just this nightly walk, this nightly 100 calorie walk is protecting me against obesity. Because over the long term, if I'm, if I'm staving off seven pounds of calories per year doing this nightly walk, even just five nights a week, that's humongous. That is humongous. And, and again, like you type in health and fitness and body transformation in the space, you type in uh, how to lose body fat, almost no one talks about this very low level intensity movement or activity. Um, and so I've been trying to encourage my clients for years to make sure and get at least 10,000 10, steps per day. And 10,000 is not like the goal. 10,000 is the minimum. That's the minimum. Why? Because it's proven over 100 years ago that the average American walked almost 20,000 steps per day around the farm, walking to town, walking to the neighbors. Um, we, we got so much more activity today and the average American today, you know what they get steps per day, 2,500, 2,500 in some studies, uh, is what they've shown the average American gets today. And that's likely due to, you know, a lot of, um, sedentary jobs. Everybody works from an office or a computer at home. And so I think it's imperative that any opportunity you get to get some low level movement in, uh, a walk in the morning, a walk on your breaks uh, at work, a walk at lunch, a walk at dinner. I mean, you can easily look down at your, your smartwatch or whatever wearable you have and see that you've gotten 15 plus thousand steps a day by just taking every opportunity to move at a low level intensity. And these calories add up. I mean, they, they literally add up, um, you know, on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis. Just for example, I wanted to highlight a study they did on 10,000 steps. You know, 10,000 is this like kind of 
number that's thrown around all the time. And so, of course, they did a study on 10,000 steps per day and the effect it had. So they took a massive sedentary group. Um, well, I shouldn't say massive, but they took a sedentary group of people and these were not trained individuals. They didn't work out. Uh, we're talking about all sedentary. That way they could they could actually see the benefit that they were getting rather than from a trained individual who's obviously not going to get as much benefit out of that. So they took these two groups of people, the control group and the walking group, and they concluded that basically they, they ramped them up for three weeks and then they maintained the walking for 12 weeks. So 15 total weeks, 10,000 steps per day. They found at the end of the study that compared to the control group, their cardiovascular performance and fitness was much better. Their mental health was better. Their flexibility was better. They had improved their walking time significantly. Uh, it also even lowered their total cholesterol by 8%. Okay, so this is huge. Uh, when it comes to losing body fat, we cannot discount the low level movement as, as as if it's worthless. And so, you know, really, again, I want to highlight like some simple tips that we can incorporate to get some more low level movement and activity. Because here's the bottom line. Stress is huge right now everybody is dealing with stress and so we have if we have this all or nothing mindset that it's like i have to work out super hard uh to get benefit you know we have to understand that that's also a stress so we're adding more stress to an already stressed out situation but here's the benefit of low level in intensity low level activity throughout the day is it doesn't cause stress like a crazy insane workout does so less stress means less cortisol, but you also get a higher caloric overall burn with that less stress and less cortisol. And that's the name of the game, right? If any any exercise we can do, this is why I advocate strength training so much. Any exercise we can do that keeps stress low, but burns more calories, improves our hormones, that is a healthy situation. That is uh, a catalyst to improve your health. Yes, there is a time and a place to open up the throttle and kind of see what you're capable of. But I can make the argument that more is not better in this regard and keeping that in its proper place once or twice a week and then focus on recovery, keeping your stress low, keeping your uh, nutrition on point. Sleep has got to be on point. Um, these are the ways that we, we produce a lean, fit, healthy a holistic approach to a, um, a body transformation. Okay, so here's some simple tips. Um, number one, this is probably obvious, go for a walk uh, after dinner or wake up with a walk. My wife loves to do this. She gets out of bed, uh, she gets up and immediately gets ready and goes for a walk and takes our dog. And I think it's a way that she gets to clear her head, get some blood flow. She immediately wakes up better. Because remember, our blood's been sitting all night long. And getting that flowing and your heart pumping and moving wakes you up. It gets you more alert. That That is her cup of coffee because she doesn't drink coffee. So she comes back. She's always very chipper and, and giving me the good mornings. And I think that's a great tip is, is the wake up walk. And then, of course, our walk after dinner every night. Uh, it's a way for us to set down devices and connect with each other emotionally and just see how each other's day was and why we're getting that stroll around the neighborhood. 
And it also keeps us accountable for having our dog and him needing to get out and stretch his legs and take a poo and things like that. So uh, that's my number one tip is, is plan ways to get in just specific walks through the day. If you just look up a simple search on walking and mental health, oh my gosh, I mean, just the act of walking improves your mental health alone dramatically, okay? So give that a little research project. You know, here's another one. And you guys that have been um, listening to me for a long time, you know how I feel about parking lots. Here's my tip for this. In a parking lot, it's the most annoying thing is that people try to park in the very front of a parking lot. Why? Because I don't know why. I don't know why we've been conditioned to try to park in the very beginning of a parking lot. But here's the thing I want you to be observant of. When you try to park at the very front of the parking lot closest to the store, you're oftentimes, it's it takes you longer because you're dodging pedestrians, walking in and out of the store. There's less parking spaces, so oftentimes you're driving around waiting for one to open up or to try to find one that's close. When all the while, you could have parked at the back of the parking lot closest to the exit now you're the pedestrian. People have to wait on you as you walk across the parking lot. Therefore, when you're done, you come out of the store. They wait on you again because now you're walking out of the store with your merchandise. Go straight to your car. It's right next to the exit. You just got in more steps and you got in and out of there faster than you would have trying to park in the very front. So I'm not going to go any more digressing on this other than just be observant from now on. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And you'll actually get in and out of places faster by parking at the end of the parking lot next to the exit. Get your steps in, get in, get out, back to the car, pull straight out. You're not having to wait on anybody else. It's excellent. Okay. Number three is kind of the obvious that I think that most people do, at least if you're like, you know, middle class or lower class, it's like we do our own yard work, housework, things like that. And um, I think this is important because this facilitates a lot of low, low level movement throughout every day. So try to do a little bit of yard work or housework every day if you can. Um, just that movement around the house or outside the house is a great way to get more steps in. Um, you know, just like just weed eating, like weed eating, you can get so much steps done. So like, let's say, you know, you're like, I'm busy. I hire out my mowing and weed eating, you know, maybe your yard is huge and you should do that. But if your yard's not huge, you know, take the opportunity to push mow your grass and, and to get a weed eat in, uh, you'll get, I, I guarantee you'll get three to 5,000 steps depending on the size of your yard, just doing that once a week, once every two weeks. But try to do some housework every day too. Uh, a little bit of organizing, a little bit of cleaning on the inside. That goes a long way for low level intensity and movement. Here's my number four though. Every week, something for your mental health in the form of hiking, biking, jogging, swimming, something that you love to do outside for 45 minutes, at least one time per week. That's my bare minimum, one time per week, 45 minutes. It's good for my mental health, it's good for my physical health, it's good for my heart health. Um, I cannot say this enough, like, you know, strength training in the gym is, is, you know, equally or more important in my opinion, but I cannot discount the fact of like, every week we should be planning to do something outside 
that we enjoy doing. And if you don't know what that is, experiment. Find out what it is for you. Um, for me, it's all of the above. Hiking, biking, jogging, swimming, whatever it is. Uh, those activities bring me a lot of joy, but they also, um, they burn a substantial amount of calories. They also, if they're not done too intensely, right, this is an easy bike or hike or jog, then they also keep stress low if you don't, if you don't uh, participate them too high intensity or for too long. And studies consistently show about 45 minutes for any car cardiovascular activity done above a certain threshold of heart rate. Um, will minimize cortisol production and keep stress lower. Okay, number five, even on a vacation, move. Move yourself uh, daily on a vacation. Why do I say that? Well, simple research of doing um, preparation for this podcast, it was clear to me that there was uh, average pounds gained on every vacation across the board. So, the average weight gain on a vacation, you know what it is? 0 0.9 pounds of body fat uh, gained on any given vacation across the board. So people are gaining weight, why? Because they use it as an excuse to lay around, do nothing, and eat more, okay? So every day on vacation, I plan some sort of a 15 minute workout, and then some sort of a hike, bike, jog. Um, some, it's also a great way to see the area, whether it's just around where you're staying or whether you're planning a hike on a mountain or a nearby um, wildlife preserve or nature trail. Almost every major city across the board has some sort of trail system. Um, so take advantage of those things while you're, while you're on vacay because you will see the area but you will also uh, stave off the 0.9 pounds of body fat that, that average across the board that people gain on vacation. So to recap, go for a walk daily, adjust your parking routine when you're running your errands around town, park at the edge of the parking lot, uh, make people wait on you instead of you wait on them. Hey, try to get some yard work, some housework in on a normal basis. That's a great way for low intensity activity every week. Do this for yourself. Plan some sort of hike, bike, jog, swim, some sort of outdoor sport or activity that you love to do. Do it for 45 minutes at least once per week, ideally two to three times per week. Uh, real quick on that, um, I like to lift weights Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. I like to be doing something outside, uh, even if it's just stretching and mobility in the sunshine and letting that sunshine be a, a healthful thing for me. So take that into consideration on how you're planning a routine, okay? Uh, and, and of course, number five, even on vacation, don't look at it as an opportunity that I'm not going to do anything but lay around and be a sloth for seven days. I'm going to go out and go for walks. I want to see the area. I want to move, maybe set up 15 minutes that I can go to a gym. Um, well, ideally 30 minutes to go to a gym or 15 minutes just to around the, the resort to just do some push-ups, pull-ups, uh, dips, squats, uh, sit-ups, any kind of movement like that. It's a great way to reset your blood sugar, but also a great way to stave off the 0.9 pounds of body fat that average across the board weight gain on vacation. The bottom line, stress. This is a great way to improve caloric burn without increasing stress. So this, this low level intensity is a great tip to increase body fat utilization off your body and body transformation to reach your goals. 
Look, if you like what you're hearing on the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast, do me a favor. Subscribe, because I put out shows every single week, Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, Also, share this with somebody else that maybe you work out with or goes to the gym with you that would uh, appreciate this information that I put out. And then, of course, review the show and review me on Google like I talked about earlier. Those of you who have left reviews, thank you. That supports the show. That helps people find my personal training here in Northwest Arkansas. Appreciate that very much. So if you could take a second to do that, if you haven't already, I would greatly appreciate it. I'll see you guys next week on the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast.